Dub bears. Dub bears. I love the bears. Are you ready for some meatballs? So, it's come to this. I either have to root for Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Oh boy. That's going to be a tough game. Mostly just because of the uh, the announcers. They're going to... I don't know who's... It's probably Buck and Aikman. I don't know. Probably. But, man, that's going to be painful. And just, oh, Brace yourselves. That's all I can say. <laughs> Welcome to the Meatball Composer. It is towards the end of January. We are coming up to the uh, championship weekend, which some people think is more fun than the Super Bowl. And from a football perspective, uh, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of truth in that. The Super Bowl is more hype, and everybody watches it, even if they don't know football or not. But like the, the championship weekend, that's like the last... Uh, like these, these are the football fans watching before the Super Bowl uh, takes over into the cultural juggernaut that it is. So Mark and I are going to talk about the uh, uh, championship we get, we'll get there, but we're going to start with uh, the Bears and their lack of acquiring a new defensive coordinator yet. And uh, Pagano announced his retirement in air quotes again, because I'm not convinced that, uh, well, anyway. Uh, he, he stepped down over a week ago and the bears are, uh, not, don't seem to be in a hurry to replace him. And some of the names that they're talking to, it's just kind of head scratcher. So I want to talk about that with Mark and I want to talk to him about who's going to be the uh, starting quarterback next year for the bears. And if this, uh, Deshaun Watson trade rumor has any legs to it. So, ah, let's go get Mark and talk bears. All right, it's time to talk to Mark about Bears and football and the Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, Hi. buddy. Hi, Mark. Hello, my friend. Are you back in school? School's going? Yeah, we're back. We were back last week. The 11th uh, was our first day. So I still got a week and a half. So Wow, um, that is some kind of break you're on. Yeah, but we, uh, we don't have commencement until end of May, and we're not going to have spring break at all mm. we're just gonna blow right through that's kind of a bummer yeah that's okay i just want the vaccine that's all i want i want a vaccine i don't care for what i'll take a vaccine for anything i'll vaccinate you <laughs> from yeah. bad football since now we are done with the bears for a year this season. Hey, and i'm sorry to say it yeah all wow. right, four teams left standing. We'll get to that a little, little bit later. Yeah, yeah. We'll so the Bears right now are uh, in need of a defensive coordinator. And I got to tell you, Mark, I'm I'm a little irritated. It seems like names are flying off everywhere to other teams in the league. And the Bears are taking their sweet time with this. Well, there's an inexhaustible, uh, you know, endless supply of good coordinators, as we saw when we replaced uh Fangio with Pagano, here to, to, to known as. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you can't say well, that. Might, yeah. might as well play with the slip. That's I didn't say that. It, I put a whole different series of letters after it. Mm, okay. uh, All right. no, I don't know what they're doing. What are they doing? Uh, they're interviewing a bunch of retreads no one cares about and the dumbest human being associated with football coaching in the last 20 years in Mike Singletary. He's an awful coach. Can't do it. Can't uh, do it. Cannot uh, win with it. We know that. Let's <laughs> hear from Ryan Pace on Mike Singletary. Yeah, we were we were fired up to talk to Mike. Mike's a beloved figure in uh, Chicago Bears <laughs> history, and uh, we we're just excited to to get him on the table. And no, the idea is on the table. Mike's not on the table. I'm sorry. I, I screwed <laughs> what what are they doing? What are they doing? I don't know. And then the one guy who uh, in house the defensive line coach Rogers, yep. Mister Rogers. As of today, we heard that news. Uh, so now they do have Desai. He'd be a good in-house candidate still. And he's the defensive back coordinator. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. he's been there for a while. But I expect him to leave any day now too. I mean, the names they're throwing out. I guess Betcher is probably the most interesting to me because he's had some success in the past, and then he was saddled with a really terrible roster with the Giants when he worked with them. But like, yeah. it doesn't at all. You're not excited. I don't know. It's an important <laughs> hire, and it makes you wonder if anybody wants the job. Well, and I, I was listening to uh, Hogan Johns today, and they reminded me of the fact that when they hired Pagano, that was quick. Like, uh, Fangio, Fangio goes to Denver, and yeah, two days later, they get uh, Pagano. Yep. So why the complete opposite? Why a complete 360, as Jesse Rogers would say? I know they, they talked on Hogan Johns too about like, oh, well, maybe they're doing more homework on it and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, these guys are great. They're my favorite podcast, Fairs Media, pretty much by far. But they do, they are very optimistic, which is something, you know, we need sometimes. But other times I'm like, it's pretty hard to spin. I don't know that I'm buying it. Oh, it's just because they're doing their due diligence. I think there is a good chance that the job is not what it was after Fangio left. Of course it was the best D and who wouldn't yeah. want it and take it quickly. And now you do have to kind of wonder if they're having a bit harder time with it or if, if, you know, I, I just, they're getting hired everywhere else, but here, and it's just frustrating to see. Yeah. You would think that uh, you still got uh, one of the best defensive ends in football. Or outside line, but however you're going to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> With Khalil that, well, that actually brings us to a really important question as we continue. But yeah. Yes. Are we going to be a 3-4 or 4-3? But more on that in the big picture. Okay. All right. But I, I, I would still think there's enough of a draw if you're a, a defensive guy to coach some really good players in a city that absolutely loves defense. But it's not happening. So is it – I guess I'm wondering – is it them just, you know, hemming and hawing, eh, we don't know yet, or is there really no interest from the top I mean, candidates? I'm concerned. It, it seems ridiculous when there's only 32 of these jobs to think there's no interest. So, like, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm all over the place trying to follow this because I'm, like, not that inspired by most of the names, and I'm not sure if the job has lost some luster or if I'm just totally impatient. But I think it's fair to question what's taking so long. Yeah. It's been and over a week been over a week yeah what's the avenue to improve so oh yeah. the defense has to be better than it was yeah other than uh well i'd like to see more turnovers more pass oh, rush <laughs> other than that 
<laughs> I don't even yeah. defense. Other than the most important things for the defense. <laughs> Uh, well, now, what do you think is more important this day and age? I, I can't remember. Someone on the score said this. I can't remember who. They said defensive backs are more important than defensive linemen now. And I thought, wait a minute. That's, that's I, I've heard that a few places. I disagree with that. I disagree like, with that until this year when they decided to quit calling holding, and now I don't know. <laughs> oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, maybe. Oh, that, that does change it a little, you know. I mean, how many times have we seen a defense dominate with their defensive backs? Once? Seattle? 2014? Yeah, that's a good point. It, it sure seems like maybe it's, it's if you have totally awful corners, you're totally, you know, no chance. But dominant corners are not going to do as much for you maybe because they're just going to hit the slot receiver or something, whereas the pass rush can take away all of the passing. Everything. Good enough. With we yeah. see, you know, every few years there's a team that basically wins the Super Bowl with their pass rush. But it's been a long time now. I don't know. At, at the end of the day, as much as all this is important to us Bears fans, it still doesn't really mean anything if they don't get the offense and the QB right. Yeah, uh, I know you want. You said let's bring it up later, but uh, no, now's good. Three, four, or four, three. Well, you know, which, which I, I just didn't know when you wanted to do that because because it's going to affect what they should do with some correct. Players. I and especially and that, we got to talk the cap here and some misconceptions too. Okay, let's wrap it all up in here then yeah. into one thing. Yep. Akeem Hicks. If you don't have Akeem Hicks, you a four three makes more sense, doesn't it? Well, you're getting Goldman back, right? Yeah, uh-huh. he can do anything. The hardest thing about running a three four is having a good enough nose tackle, and we saw that kind of this year, I think, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would, I would not be opposed to going back to a four three if that's what. The coordinator wants, and that means they can maneuver some pieces to save some money on D to spend some more on O. Yeah. So whatever else you say, what has to happen is they got to balance the roster, and that means whether we like it or not, somebody we love has to be really willing to renegotiate a team-friendly deal or gone. Any any ideas who that might be? The two names everybody throws out there are the for good reason, are Kyle Fuller and Akeem Hicks. Yeah. You know, Fuller's I, probably the only one you could actually get something for in a trade with Hicks's injury and age issues. But we see how important Hicks is whenever he's out, so it's not so easy to just get rid of him. You know, that would be a tough sell. Um, can you draft a replacement for Fuller in the second or third round with Jalen Johnson if he stays healthy? Maybe. They're going to have to make some really tough calls on that side of the ball, but I'm looking at it right now. For the 21 season, the Chicago Bears are spending more on defense than any team in the league at 67% of their cap. You know, and, and, and you know, just projecting it, I don't know what their site's projecting it to be, but basically two-thirds of their cap is defense. They spend more on defense than anyone else in the league. You need to have the number one defense then. Yes, every category. You don't. We're just going to have to all get over it and let them make a tough decision and be okay with it as long as it comes back to spending it on on a wide receiver or a QB. You know, like I think one of Hicks or Fuller has to go unless you can get them both to extend on team friendly deals, which is kind of silly. Yeah, Fuller Fuller is not on the roster at the twenty million dollar cap hit he now has. He might extend for a more friendly deal for this next year he's certainly young enough that he might be wanting to do that but there's no way he's getting 20 million from the bears to play football in 2021 
Which is uh, which is more likely to draft a replacement level player for Fuller or for a D lineman like Hicks? Not my instinct would say well, probably a cornerback. You can probably find another Jalen Johnson before you can find probably. And you also have the in-house candidate, and if Goldman's back and good again, as we would just assume, I guess. I don't know how else mm-hmm. we could do this. You still have Nichols too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, and and Hicks doesn't get you. The one thing I don't want is just cut, and we don't get anything for anybody. So if I had to pick between cutting Hicks to save money or trading Fuller for a third and a fifth, like Darius Slay got the uh, Lions with the Eagles, I would trade Fuller. That would make the most sense. I There's guess, also a yeah. chance you can extend either or both, but I don't know if that saves you enough money. I mean, Fuller would definitely save you a good bit. So, but and he's been I, so... I think if they extend Fuller, they're probably cutting Hicks, and it's like hard to swallow getting nothing for Hicks. Yeah, and that brings he's back 36. He's 31. I mean, he's on the <laughs> yeah. downside, but you might still get a couple of years out of him if you can extend him. And Fuller's 29. But so they he's... have to be closer to 55, 45 in that spending, not 60. You know, seven. It's just like way yeah, too much. That that was done to try to win right away. In a league like that doesn't let you win with defense. Yeah, that now that speaking of stuff we have to accept, that's something that Bears fans have to accept. That's the starting like, point. And while we're at it, you don't have to run just because it snows. <laughs> Last time I checked, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Brett Favre all did pretty darn well for themselves as quarterbacks in a lot of snow. Aaron Rodgers lit up the titans uh was that week oh 16 just destroyed them yeah in the snow in the cold in the snow the frozen tundra of lambo field lambo field shut up lambo field no i'm not <laughs> ready to talk about them yet <laughs> okay all right um so that that has they just they have to balance the roster and uh, Kevin Fishbane's had a really good article on it in The Athletic, and they broke it down some in Hogan Johns, too, about, like, who you could do what with. And the bottom line is the, the defense is probably going to have some tough decisions, but it's it's better for the team. Um, but, and I really don't want to see Hicks go. I'd rather see get something for Fuller, I think. But, you know, Fuller is younger. If, if you want to keep Fuller at a better contract moving forward, I can totally get on board with that. He didn't I agree with play you. Well, the second half of the year, either. So, like, there are some questions. Yeah, he had one pick all year, I think. But uh, usually, but he, when you when you don't hear a cornerback's name, he's doing his job, right? That's true too. But they, they just need him turnovers altogether. The other thing is, has he hit his ceiling? Like, if you can get a third for him, I mean, I know that doesn't sound great, but you got to keep contracts in mind. He's got he's a veteran that has to be paid, so he's not a bargain. If you can get a third and a fifth for him. And draft somebody who has the chance to be a, more of a man-to-man. Because one thing that infuriates me is the only thing I don't like about Fuller's game is he, they never move him. He doesn't follow Adams around. Yeah. I, I want that guy. Yeah, but, and the Packers took advantage of that. Yeah, they, they, they murdered us with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that oh, look, there goes Danny Trevathan. I think that's more on Pagano than Fuller, but they always say Fuller's yes. a great zone yes. corner, and he plays his side of the feed really well, and he watches film. No one says he's a great shutdown man-to-man guy. I will miss the way he hits. I would miss the way Hicks fires up the team and the leadership. But I'm just telling you, we should all prepare for a tough decision with one of the two of them. If we if we're serious about wanting to balance the spending. Yeah. And if, we if we're mad about that, then we can't call the Bears out for not having a balanced roster because we're we're falling right into what they're doing then. Yes. Yeah, you're right. And that money could be used to uh, you know, 
pump up the offensive side of it. Perhaps you can finally extend Robinson or yeah. just tag him. Or what if you need money for a quarterback? Mm. You mm. mean like Derek Carr? <laughs> oh, no, maybe. You mean like Matthew Stafford, who they just can't wait? To... No, they're not going to change you him. See, yeah. Is there a quarterback out there that you're referring to, Chris? Well, that's really good and young, and you should trade the farm for. Well, maybe, yeah. And the the fact that Patrick the rumors... Mahomes, yes, <laughs> I'll trade the farm for him, sure. Yeah, well, of course, unless uh, his neck is okay. all screwed up now, but we'll, we can talk yeah, about yeah, that that's later. True. Too. All right, fine, we'll but, be serious. We, you want to do the Deshaun Watson conversation? We got it. We got it because it's not going away, and uh, I, I don't think it should. He's too good and too young after the season he had. I'm I'm more of a believer than I was. So yeah, we got It's it's worth. It's I know it gets old on the radio, and there's nothing else to talk about. But there is a slight chance, and he's really freaking good. Apparently, I was wrong about how he was overrated. I still don't think he's Mahomes, but. Yeah, that's yeah. I agree with that. He's okay, not so, so we'll break down the Bears thing in a second. Can I ask you a question that I don't know the answer to, and I'm wondering if football historian Chris will have a thought on this? <laughs> okay, I'll do have my best. Have QB ever had a good a season this good and won four games? Ooh, that is a great question. I would think it's, no. It's just, crazy how bad the boarding cast was and he still killed it and i know some of the yards have to be like garbage blowout yards but he was just amazing with just garbage around him and i'm like okay my bad deshaun you're pretty freaking good let's let's talk yeah he is i still don't i still think he's not mahomes but he's, he's not mahomes and to be honest i don't know if he's uh if you could take Mahomes or Josh Allen, would you say Mahomes? Or would, if you could take Watson or Josh Allen, would you say Watson without question? Or probably not without question, though. I mean, give me either one, and I'll give you all kinds of draft capital. Yeah. You know, like so. I'm just. I think. I think long term, Allen's going to have the better career. He'll probably stay healthier. Just... He's such a big guy; he'll absorb the hits better too. But, yeah. you know, Allen is a great supporting cast. Watson doesn't, so it's hard to compare for mm-hmm. this year anyway. But I love Josh Allen. He's fun to watch, and that's he a is. fun Bills team. But here's the thing I want to also add about Watson. I, I got to get two things off my chest in the, you know, basically the two weeks of Deshaun Watson coverage that we've all been consuming. Mm-hmm. And I I love, you know, my sports radio, and, and I turn it off when I get annoyed by it like anyone else. But I, I got to say these conversations about Watson that don't start with the fact that he has a no trade clause, just kill me. <laughs> wow. You can't compete with the jets and the dolphins. Okay. The dolphins are scary. Cause why wouldn't he want to go there? But the jets, it, he can just say no. He can say mm. no to any trade. Like it does not start with what the team can give the Texans. It starts with whether Deshaun Watson would want to go there. Mm. Would he want to go to Chicago? yeah uh that's another question too uh you know you do hear a lot about the oh he's too bitter i don't know i I think it would kind of be like oh you passed me up now look what you had to do to get me but yeah i'll come here yeah he likes matt Nagy. he gave matt Nagy that big old hug Nagy didn't screw up the evaluation to be fair that's true that's true your boy ryan pace i'm sorry i made a big mistake (laughs) i'm excited i I can never admit it i'm I'm fired up to admit that i was wrong i'm just (laughs) i just want to put it on the table i was wrong we're going to collaborate. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
money talks the opportunity to be an icon surely would appeal to him on some level the that's been kind of mentioned by the espn guys who are kind of out of town a lot of times but i don't think he would just immediately say no to the bears like he might a team that's just a total mess i mean you gotta know if you win in chicago you will be royalty for the rest of your life like how does being the second most famous athlete in Chicago history sound? You know, like <laughs> he's going to go right to just under Jordan. What about Walter, my friend? With a couple good years. I mean, living athlete. Sorry. Rest in peace, Walter. Sky point. But I mean, there, there's also the whole, well, it's all global and it's all Twitter. And like, he's an icon anyway, essentially. Like, I don't know how to weigh those factors. I'm just trying to look at it from each side. But I know the fact that the Bears don't have a top pick. Does it matter if Watson just says, I'm not going to the Jets? You know, like if they're the yeah. big competition, right? So, like, I think the sleeper here might be Atlanta. They got the floor pick, and he's from near Atlanta. You might want to go mm. there. So, I'm not saying the Bears are like some likely team. I just, I'm tired of hearing stuff that doesn't actually apply that much presented to the audience as if it's like this big factor. If the Bears want to make it work and Watson wants to make it work, the Texans will have to play ball. So I could give them other teams that they have a better draft capital and then we'd be in trouble. You see what I mean? Would uh, three first rounds and Kyle Fuller do it for you? Sure. I'd do that in a second. Would that, would they do that? Or would they say, no, we need more than that. I don't know. They got like no money invested in the defense, the dead last in the league on spending on D so that that's one of their roster issues. Their corners are pretty bad. He's young-ish. Or do they only want draft picks? And, and the question for them that would be hardest for the Bears to answer is where do they get their next QB if they do the deal with the Bears and not one of these top five draft pick having teams? But again, it kind of all is in Watson's court right now, mm-hmm. as it should be. This is an NBA-style thing because he's a good QB at the age of 25 with pretty amazing pedigree. I can't believe he's the second highest-rated QB ever now. <laughs> behind Mahomes, like what why why are the two of them dab me in the heart with a spoon repeatedly that just i just it hurts my soul so so anyway it's got to start it's with this really really so. and the other misconception i hear all the time is the bears can't afford him blah blah, blah. no that's uh. not true his cap hit next year is ten and a half million because the prorated signing bonus stays with the original team he's a freaking bargain to whoever picks him up and then when his cap hit goes crazy, which is why we were like, oh, boy, good luck with that with $35 million to Sean Watson and no talent around him. The Bears have $100 million in cap space by then. Mm. Got like nobody under contract but Mac and a few of the rookies. Isn't now, Fuller's... there's a lot of roster. That's the trick. There. Yeah. But the, the finances can be finessed. They can make it work. And he is actually cheap still next year. And I'm tired of hearing everyone say you can't afford him because he's too expensive. Yeah. It doesn't understand how the trade finances work. Isn't that cap hit about what Fuller's would be? About ten and a half million. Uh, Fuller's is twenty for next year. That's the problem. That's his cap hit. Yes. So, wow. You could so, save eleven by getting rid of him just like that, but you still got to find another corner. That's why he's one of the ones either rumored to be like, you better extend him or he's got to go. Yeah. Because he's twenty is crazy for what he gives you. Yeah. Based so, on last last year's stats, yeah, exactly. So when we add all this together. Please, for the love of God, 670 to score hosts, understand those two points. That's why Vegas still puts the Bears like fourth in the Watson handicapping. I'm not saying it's like some likely thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just the people who understand the league and know the finances and no one's better at manipulating 
fans in the league than Vegas, right? It's kind of their thing. Yeah, very the true. reason they're putting the Bears fourth. It's a combination of our desperation mm-hmm. and understanding that those facts make it possible. It's probably like what? If you wanted to put percentages, would you agree with something like probably still 50, 60% that he stays? It's just so hard to imagine they trade a young QB that good. It's just like yeah. the dumbest thing you can do in this sport besides drafting Trubisky over he and Mahomes. Um, or, you know, or is it like 30% <laughs> until he says trade me himself, it's still more likely he's a Texan. And then the next team is probably Miami, unless the Texans just flat out won't trade him to the AFC. That's their only leverage though. Yeah. So what's a team that both parties, Watson and the Texans might agree to. I think you're looking at bears, Niners, Falcons, because I, I think they might try to get him out of the conference. Yeah, and that's what the Broncos did when we got Cutler. Not that, you know, yeah. I'm saying because that happened, this would also happen too. But it would make and, sense to – And the Bears are desperate. Conference. Yeah. So, until he's not traded elsewhere, there's no reason we can't have some fun with it. Even though yeah. it's obviously – it's not super likely. I don't think anyone's saying they're going to get him for sure. But it's, it's, it's not impossible, and I'm kind of tired of hearing people saying it's impossible. Mm-hmm. That's all. We can do all good. things through – no, I won't. Can we build a roster around him? <laughs> or do you well, solve that later? Like, how has not having a QB worked out for us? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been a factor. That's for sure. It's been- I about <laughs> fell out of my chair when my cousin sent me a recap of Hub's interview. I can't remember which show it was he was on with, whichever one. But I think it was Parkins, because Parkins, of course, is all over the Watson love. Parkins had yeah, trade yeah. like all his draft picks and his family, but he, he said every year he, that you would have Watson, you would you should trade a first rounder. <laughs> Talk about a hot take, but anyway, hub said he didn't think the bears would be better with him because they would have to gut the roster too much. And I just am so sick of stuff like that. Gosh, man. So what, we're just going to keep uh-huh. not having a QB because we're too afraid to risk some stuff being you know some players having to leave to get it right like yeah i mean when are we just gonna finally say no i don't care we're getting a qb i'm i can't i can't stand that kind of thinking anymore it's 40 years of this bull crap if the green bay packers have mitch trubisky are they the contender they are right now goodness no so i guess my my point unless is unless they develop how, him like unlike the bears which is i guess possible is the packers roster other than quarterback better than the bears roster and i don't think you can say that okay so let's let's play this game give them each a give them each Derek carr a a slightly better than league average or both basically league average-ish qb whose Mm -hmm. roster is better yeah i might still take theirs because of the o-line but it's really close but with rogers it's not even close correct that's what i yeah that's what i'm saying it's like i i don't buy the argument either that oh the bears roster would it's not the, the Bears really watch. they really are a quarterback away. They really are. I mean, they need other pieces, but the QB would solve so much. Yes. It's such a glaring problem. And it's been that way my whole life. The other thing is if you're Watson, you know, just, just talking this brainstorming it out loud now. I mean, the other stuff I was like, I am ready to roll with these points. So this may not <laughs> come off as well. Whatever. <laughs> if you're Deshaun Watson, do you care about the competition in the division? Right, like, are you looking at the North and going, what happens when Rodgers is gone? I'm going up against old Stafford, if he's still at Lion, and mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, old cousin. Like, he would own the division. He would. Absolutely would. And when you uh, when the when the Bears do well, the NFL does well. 
And so, if he goes to – here's my win for us over Miami. Josh Allen's still going to be in Buffalo. Correct. That's a good point, too. Yeah, and Denver, there's... they mentioned Denver. Is he going to play Mahomes every year twice? Maybe he does. Competition, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if he wants to just put the stranglehold on a division, then the North sets up for the long term to – he would be the best QB. Maybe even the conference, you know, with, yeah, with Roger. That. With Rogers. Who else is in there? Is Breeze is done. Breeze is – oh, he's, he's done Wilson's in many ways. still in his prime, <laughs> but heading, de- heading, you know – you know, yeah. he's only got a few years of prime left. Yeah. I'm projecting like two, three years out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like who knows if he'd even be thinking that, but. He should be. All right. Uh, let me ask you a quarterback question. Let's say Watson is not, that's not going to happen. That's not an option. I mean, it's still super far fetched. I'm going to make who, that clear again. <laughs> yeah. So who <laughs> is the Bears quarterback next year? Here's a couple names that I've seen. Uh, just, you know, people throwing out best guesses and prognostication. I have seen um, uh, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo. Barf. Oh, you can't see Mark. He just had a dry heave on uh, yeah, the Zoom camera here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and you don't think uh, the Lions would trade within the, the division, but Matt Stafford has been... I'd take Stafford if they'd be willing to do it. His age, you can't have to give up all that much. But I just don't see they think they would. Like, why would they? I find it hard to believe, too? Yeah, I just find it really hard to believe. Yeah. Um, and then one other name I saw. Oh, who was it? I don't remember. I guess it didn't really leave an impression it's, on me. It's not <laughs> going to be anyone that excites us. It's going to be like Jacoby Brissett or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for thrilling? Yeah. And, you know, I, would, I wouldn't mind Derek Carr for a couple years if they draft a young one. Yeah, you're going to have to get someone to take Foles, I think, to afford a Derek Carr. Of all the people potentially on the move, he's probably the second most intriguing. But, I mean, it's like such an enormous gap from Watson to whoever else that it's hard to even think about anyone else. And I think I think the odds are just as good that they would just trade up for a rookie than that they would go after a, a middling bet. Yeah. Like, would you trade next year's first to move up to pick one of the young QBs Jeez. to get up to, say, five or something? You're not going to be able to get up to who's, one or two. Who's going to be there, though? Yeah. That's... Yeah, I don't know. Is Wilson there? I, he'd be interesting. Uh, Trey Lance scares me, but, boy, is he athletic. Yeah. He's got a cannon. He's the one that looks like he plays like Mahomes, kind of. But that's such a, like absurd comparison. Yeah. Here's a I, I wrote this down ten a list of ten unrestricted free agents. All right. Oh boy. Are you ready for this? Let's. I'll just quick They're fire all through. Bad or they wouldn't be unrestricted. You, you give me. You give me your yeah your quick reaction. All right. Cam Newton. Oh no, he can't throw. I got a better arm than Cam Newton at this point. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. Poor guy. He got his lung punctured by an incompetent trainer and then lost his job to a stud. Probably more intriguing than most of the rest of them, but he's okay. a journeyman for a reason. All right. You mentioned uh, Jacoby Brissett. They're probably better than Foles, but you're not getting very far with either of those two. Andy Dalton. Holy cow, no. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah. give me some Fitz magic. At least it'll be fun. I'll take him over the rest of this list so far. <laughs> he's going to turn it over 100 times, but I'll tell yes. you what he's not going to do. The Mitch Trubisky four yards of throw plan. Yeah, when it's third and 12. Uh, yeah. Dwayne Haskins. Mm. Mm. Already signed with Pittsburgh today. Oh, he did. Oh, I didn't yeah. cross him. Up. 
All right, and I texted you this guy earlier in the week and got your reaction, but just for our listeners, Jameis Winston. Uh, probably has the most upside, but oh gosh, I can't. I don't want him around my team. Yeah. I, I just five thousand yards, thirty touchdowns, thirty-one like, interceptions, yeah, eighteen yeah. fumbles, <laughs> and eating W's. Yeah, the most awkward pregame speech ever. I think he just garners so many eye rolls from the defense that would just blow up. Yeah. All right, three more here. Actually, two more because Rivers was on my list, but he's has since retired. Talk him uh, out of it. Talk him out of ret- retiring. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. Man, it, he's a borderline Hall of Famer who never made a Super Bowl. That's they just, barely won in the playoffs. Even that's just weird. Yeah. All right, then two more, Mitch. I mean, if if we ran the right offense, but we don't, so no. Yeah. And the last one, Dak. Dak Prescott. Stay, he, easily the best. Staying in, in Dallas, I'm sure. It'd be crazy if he didn't. Who's going to pay him $30 million other than Dallas? I would. Oh. If his health checked out and we couldn't get Watson. He's okay. pretty good. He's $30 really good. million? $30 million good? QBs go for that much. We can't be cheap on this position anymore. No, I understand. That said, I don't think he's as good as a lot of people think he is. Yeah. And I'd much prefer throwing some draft picks at the Texans for Watson. Yeah. But I don't think he's leaving. Mm-hmm. And how's his leg? I That's... think it's more likely that they try to trade Elliott than it is that they let him go. Mm. Can Elliott throw? Yeah, and how's his leg? Yeah. It'd be kind of hard. Uh, to talk yeah, to his leg might. Right yeah. So, anyway, that was a, my Awfully. list of uh, unrestricted free agent. But basically, the list is grim. The You're list not... of why we will go ahead and continue to talk about Deshaun Watson. The, correct. <laughs> yes, and and why there is no long term solution in that free agent list. So, anyway, all right. Uh, should we talk about uh, playoffs this weekend, or do you want to talk about the Detroit Lions? Uh, either one's fine. Um, how about let's get playoffs out of the way? Okay. Uh, What's I, the first game? I didn't even check what order they're in. I mean, I know I'm watching both. So that sort of didn't. They're matter. both and Sunday. I know they start at the weird two o'clock thing that they always do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're both Sunday, which Bucks yeah. Packers, then Bills Chiefs. I actually thought they'd go the other way around with that. Okay. Uh, Bucks Packers. Do the Packers lose this game? I just don't see it. No. I don't. People say, well, I, mean, I want to make a lot out of the Week Six matchup where the Bucks trounced them, but it, that was such a flukish game. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the way Rodgers is playing, playing, yeah. And if all right, tell me if this is blasphemy, okay? I almost want the Packers to win because I can't go through another year of how great Tom Brady is. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for the Bucks because it's the Packers, I which might, I totally it, I, I, get. My joke for this game that I just made up is that's the mute bowl. I'm gonna have to mute it. <laughs> that's a good. Just gonna have to mute. Yeah, it. I, I just... all of NFL history will be on the line. All right, people. People need to remember Tom Brady chose the Bucks because of their because they're stacked. He did not elevate the Bucks from bad team to Super Bowl contender. You know what I mean? Sort of. I mean. Uh, I except mean for... He had a really good year, and Winston turning it over killed them last year. Yes. But yeah, but he's, he's smart. That's his thing. He's it, smart. I would not be at all surprised if they beat the Packers. But I still think oh, the Packers sure, are sure. better. But it's going to be talked like talked about like Brady went to the Jets and got them to yeah. the championship game. That's what I don't want to hear. How about the Bears finishing second in the Brady sweepstakes, apparently? Yeah. <laughs> 
Always the QB bridesmaid. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe the no, Bears I, are playing Sunday if uh, if he did. That said, so. I'll tell you if the Tampa D that played the Saints plays, they look good. They were they were real good that game. That's however, a tough, tough matchup for anybody. But Rogers however, is a whole different animal than Breeze at this point in their careers. Breeze was terrible, though. He was terrible. He was terrible. bad. Bad, 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 bad. I mean, so bad, his kid would rather catch a pass from Brady at the end of the game, you know. <laughs> I love you, Breeze. I'm just kidding. <laughs> dad, oh, I want you him. throw me about no, Dad, not you. I want your friend to throw me the ball. <laughs> Maybe try left-handed, Dad. I don't, no. I don't know if you can throw it that far, Dad. You're at the <laughs> yeah, 10. Right. I feel bad for him going out that way. I don't think he ever really was healthy <sighs> this year, but no, that was no. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, yes. AFC. Hang on, I got one more Rodgers. Okay, 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 all right. I I don't know who said this. I feel like it was Alex Brown or something he would say. There's a former player that was anonymous in the article I read, and I'm just going to pretend it was Alex Brown, who said the most awful thing about playing Rodgers is, quote, just how much fun he's having. I'm out there working (laughs) my tail off, and he's laughing the whole time. And I'm like, that is it. That's it. He's just what a great synopsis of Roger's career. It's so easy for him. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's screwing around. Everybody else is like working like crazy to stop him. And he's just laughing at them. Yep. It's like me when I oh, had man. music theory homework in college. Mm. I'm just and everyone else is crying and you know, <laughs> slamming their head. But you're right. The game just looks so slow for Rogers. You know, and he just. And there's a reason the know. national media loves to watch him and interview him. And he's, he's interesting. He's yeah. a unique player. Ah, oh, I hate it. Uh, true. All right, Bills, Chiefs. Here's my t- here's my take. If Mahomes is out, the Bills win. If Mahomes plays, the Chiefs win. That that's that's my take. That's the hottest I, scorching of hot takes. I know that's that's super lame. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, and oh. I know Chad Henney. Chad Henney really made a you know a great run there on third and fourteen to. And then a great pass to convert on fourth this... and one. But I don't see Chad Henney carrying a team if he starts. You know, that's that's all I'm saying. Now that Chad Henning is no longer a first-round bust but a bad backup, if he makes one good play, everybody freaks out about how great it is. Mm-hmm. The narratives that change and shift in this league and the way that it's presented to us just boggle my mind. He couldn't throw for crap that game, and they won because <laughs> Andy Reid – has big cojones, you know, like big everything. Just, just yeah, he just Andy Reid was the key to that game, and they pulled it out at the you know, barely. Uh, and Mahomes is playing because they're already doing the whole oh, he's gonna practice and already made his protocol, and they're just you know, they're gonna run, okay. he's fine, and he's gonna play. A next thing, what if man? he's not himself? Know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But do you trust the Bills on the road? I love the Bills. I love Bills Mafia. I love how they donate to the losing team's charities. And just <laughs> they're just a phenomenal fan base. Yeah. But and I they've, can't they've done wonders team. for the uh, for the folding table industry. <laughs> yes, yes. There's just so much that I I am hundred percent on the Bills bandwagon. Uh-huh. I just don't think I can pick him to beat the Chiefs. And I feel like if the Bills win, the Packers win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Chiefs yeah. win. We can deprive the Packers of a Super Bowl, so I'm still going would, to go ahead and pick that because that's the thing I'm rooting for the most. That would be lovely, but it doesn't happen without a healthy Mahomes. That's all. Yeah, and I don't know. That's if all is. I'm that saying. That was a weird play. You know, yeah. 
falling over, and now they're saying it's his neck, not his head. That's what I mean. That's scarier than a concussion. That's a yeah. Yeah. Okay. Making him run so much. I know Andy Reid's a genius and all, but always like third or fourth and one when he takes these gruesome injuries, and you're like, maybe this isn't the best thing to do with him at this point. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. don't know. Yeah. Or at least apply that going forward. Amazing, but I think he looks super weird running. Like he's he's awkward running to me. Like I'm always like, oh, he's gonna get clobbered. Oh, he did. You know, so, <laughs> the arm's amazing. Stop <laughs> having him do this. Yeah. So in all likelihood, we're looking at a rematch of the very first Super Bowl, is what you're saying. Aren't we bold picking the number one teams in each conference who were by far <laughs> the best two from start to finish? Look at us with the car, the you know, hard hitting analysis that you. That's right. For. Well, it's all. I mean. There's no hidden secrets here. There's no, there isn't a team that got this far that kind of fluked into it, you know? Like, there's no Tennessee from last year. There's no Jacksonville from a couple years no, ago. No, there wasn't even last no. round, really. Yeah. They all so, pretty much worth it. It's been, yeah, things have unfolded as they but should. But the games haven't been great, really. Just the, the one last week, the Browns Chiefs game. Yeah. It's been kind of boring. That's true. Yeah. But what's not boring is that Detroit new head coach. Oh, what a nice uh, segue holy, you have there. Holy press conference, man. Doctor, all right, I'm, I got a clip Play here. it for the people. All right, I'm going to play this for the book. What's his name here? What's their new coach's name? Dan Campbell. Dan right? Campbell. All right. Here is Mr. Campbell uh, from his uh, introductory press conference with the Detroit Lions. This place has been kicked, it's been battered, it's been bruised, and I can sit up here and give you coach speak all day long. I can give you, uh, you know, hey, we're going to win this many games. I can't, none of that matters, and you guys don't want to hear it anyway. You've had enough of that so excuse my language. All right, here's what I do know. Gotta bleep that out. This team is going to take on the identity of this city, all right, and the city's been, been down and it's found a way to get up. All right, it's found a way to uh, overcome adversity. All right, and so this team's going to be built on. Uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right, and, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right, and we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right, and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you before. Before long, we're going to be the last one standing. All right, that's going to be the mentality. Wow, what what are they biting the third time if the knees are already taken care of? <laughs> we're going to bite your lower thigh, and then uh, we're going to chew it up and spit it out. And man, that guy—that's that's a meatball like, coach is, right there, is he man. Playing or or having a fried chicken buffet. <laughs> I, I love him. I love him. He's great. I'm going to have a wing and then, then after that I'm going to go get a leg. I'm going to eat the leg. Then I'm going to grab gonna a get thigh. All the gravy. Yeah. And some oh, mashed potatoes. Maybe a little the green fans beans love with the bacon. Him. Yeah, here's some uh, Twitter responses. Yes, Lions uh, Twitter. Get hyped. <laughs> Man, these made me get up out of my seat. Uh, a couple just simple like LOL, he's awesome. And then, oh, yeah, pumped me up. And then I guess kneecaps are on the menu, but you got to love that edge. I am very ready for more football. Uh, and then here's here's the cynic Lions fan who says, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The Reddit's uh, great, too. 
It's got like the memes with the little cartoon from Rick and Moriarty where he's like, son of a, I'm in after the presser. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here, here's a good one too. If we only had a young Sue to pair with him. <laughs> oh my goodness, no. Hey, he just hired the Saints D coordinator. It sounds like they're going to be the most penalized team of all time next year. And they got the whole bounty gate. I hate the gate thing, but whatever. The, the guy that wasn't associated with it, don't get me wrong, but they're bringing in people from the bounty organization and then he's talking about fighting. <laughs> Bite your kneecaps. I'm going to put hits on Aaron Rodgers. He's going down. You know, it's like, whoa, settle down, Dan. Yeah. Like nothing would have surprised me at that point. Yeah, that's, that's something. That's the thing. That's the kind of coach that a lot of Bears fans would want, I think, you know, sad to say. Pat McAfee had a great tweet, too. He's like, I mean, who's going to beat that team? You know Pat McAfee, the former punter mm-hmm. who hosts, like, an amazing podcast. Yeah. Rodgers is on it every week. Who's going to beat that team? No one else in the NFL is ready to bite Patellas off, dudes. Motor City <laughs> Dan Campbell may be the best thing to happen to this league in a long time. <laughs> Motor City Dan. <laughs> oh, man. Well, now we got to hire Mike Singletary just to compete with that. You oh, know? my gosh. They're just both going to have their pants <laughs> off by halftime. No. <laughs> <laughs> the other great meme on the line is Reddit. you know the the meme with the undertaker where he's back behind the guy yes, who's all terrifying yes. <laughs> the, the undertaker is dan campbell and the guy in front of him is opponent's kneecaps <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make that make that and, and uh, i'll send it out on the twitter yeah. Just one other one that just killed me is uh he, I, this is why i love him this is actually the funniest thing he did Dan Campbell said he told his agent to do whatever it took to get him in front of Sheila, the hiring, you know, Ford, Sheila Ford. Yeah. He said, I told my agent, make sure they think I'm Matt Campbell. That's the hot coaching prospect at Iowa State. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just make him think I'm somebody else. Just get me in front <laughs> of him. <laughs> I love it. This is great. Nice. Gosh, the Lions, they just give and they give and they give. He's going to be entertaining. That is for oh. sure. And there's the big Lebowski thing. They actually put Dan Campbell, head coach slash the dude, on his name plaque. You know, he does. He's got a little uh, Jeff Bridges like going there. He does. He does. That's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. man. As soon as I, I saw that like an hour before we planned to do this, and I was just like cracking up. I'm like, oh, this is great. We have, we're absolutely using this. Wow. There, yeah. we can end on a fun note. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, have a good rest of your week, my friend. Enjoy the football. And you too. Uh, uh, I think I'm just rooting for an AFC team to win it all at this point. Yep. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All, all right. right. We'll, we'll talk you, soon. We're going to kick you in the teeth. Thank you again for listening to the show. I greatly appreciate it. And thanks again, Mark, for jumping on to talk about uh, where the Bears are and finding their next coordinator and quarterback. And uh, I I just want them to get something right. You know, it's just been bad after bad after bad after wrong after weird. And oh, this team's exhausting. <laughs> Why do I love them? So thank you again, everyone, for listening. And I want to plug uh, a future episode here. I will be interviewing uh, an author, professor, theologian, Dr. Ryan Stokes. He wrote a fascinating book 
called The Satan. Woohoo! Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, but having grown up in a Protestant evangelical background, I found this book absolutely fascinating and uh, challenging uh, for a lot of ways. So if, uh, if theology and literature and history is something that interests you, uh, that might be a, a fun and different sort of episode to tune in for, uh, tune into for uh, Meatball Composer. But maybe I'll be able to ask Dr. Stokes a sports-related question or two. Uh, we'll see how that goes. So I'm looking forward to that. Stay tuned for that and uh, more info as I get it. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at MeatballComp34. I'd love to connect and uh, interact on, uh, well, whatever, sports or music or old testament theology whatever (laughs) so that would be fun anyway thanks again greatly appreciate it take care and see you next time you've been meatballed (laughs) the bears the bears bears. you suck chris i love the bears and on the way up we're gonna bite a kneecap off